Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to Goddess Temple Sunday. I am so excited that you are all here. Today is going to be a magical Goddess Temple Sunday, yes? <laughs> and I say it just like that, a magical Goddess Temple Sunday because we have a guest today, and I know we usually have guests during the week, but not on Sundays. So just so that you know what is happening this month is that this month, October, it is the Global Goddess Rising Circle where we are celebrating the my new book, African Goddess Initiation, Sacred Rituals for Self-Love, Prosperity and Joy, and my new deck, African Goddess Rising Oracle Cards. Hello, Instagram, I see everybody on Instagram, you're going to want to come on over to YouTube and Facebook because you don't want to miss our special guest and you're not going to be able to see her on Instagram. Her name is Bharti, Bharti Dahir, and she is a phenomenal woman with an incredible testimony of strength, of faith, of beauty and power. She is a living goddess. So Instagram peeps, come join us on YouTube and Facebook. So I pulled a card for us today and I pulled two cards and they were appropriate for our powerful guest today. I pulled Queen Mother Nanny of Jamaica who represents liberation. <laughs> and you will see why that is relevant when our beautiful guest comes on. And I pulled Asaseya who represents joy, Asaseya, who represents joy. So Queen Mother Nanny of Jamaica, who represents liberation, and Asaseya of Ghana, who represents joy. So Instagram peeps, come on over, YouTube and Facebook. See you there. Okay, let's get this party started. I'm gonna invite her into the room. Welcome, Goddess Barty. <laughs> Hi, hello. Hi, Fabiola. Congratulations Hi. on the book. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, my fellow Hay House author. Let me tell them all about you, the woman behind this electric and magical smile. So Barty is, this is how she describes herself, as a woman of dual African-Asian heritage, born in Uganda. And her memoir, Worth, explores the growing awareness from a child's perspective of prejudice toward illegitimacy then, sexism and racism. She also developed some health concerns when she was a teen that led to an awakening and realization of spirituality and the impact of the angels in her life. But we're gonna get into all of that and more. So how are you doing today, Goddess Barty? I'm doing fine. I'm so honored and happy to be here in your presence, Aviola. You are an inspiration. Oh. So thank you. Thank you. And oh, I'm you really are an glad. 
Oh, thank you. I'm sorry for stepping on your words. You are an absolute inspiration to me. So let's get into your story, your powerful story, and just your energy. I just want to just say this before we get into your story. You have the most beautiful, loving energy. <laughs> you really do. Yes, yes. So we talked a bit about you being born in Uganda and yes, the yes. family that you were born into was not the family where you were raised. Can you share with us a bit about what you know about your early life and your birth story? Okay, so basically I was found in, um, in a box on the roadside in 1960 and I it was a town near a town called Kabale which is right down south um, in, on the uh, Rwandan Congo border and uh, uh, the story actually my mom told me the story so about goddesses um, my mom later on in my teens told me the story that she kept dreaming that she was going to have a little girl and she was pregnant at the time she, and my, my dad just said, well, you're probably carrying a girl. She kept saying, no, I know I'm carrying, I'm going to get another one. And she kept dreaming, and it was the goddess Lakshmi that kept coming to her. Although my mum was Sikh, she was very influenced also by Hinduism. And she kept seeing goddess Lakshmi coming to her and saying, you've got a little girl. And then uh, towards the time of my birth, the dream got stronger and stronger. So at that time, my mom was pregnant. Her, um, my sister was due in November, and I was actually born in. <clears throat> and said she dreamt the war was number twenty-one. She dreamt I was being in a pink blanket, and she was even told the name of the hospital where I was going to be, Kabale Hospital. So around about the time of my birth, my mom couldn't read write, and she said, "Baby's here," and my. You know, that's just your. Uh, uh, Barty, your audio, your audio is going out. So at right as soon as you said a story about. Yeah. Please let me know in the comments if you're having problems hearing Barty or if it's just maybe on mm -hmm. my side. We, we I can't hear you. I can't, I'm not able to hear you either. Let me know in the comments if you can hear both Barty and I, or if it's on Abby, my I side. I can't hear you. I'm not here. I, okay, you can't, she can't hear me. Can you guys hear me? Okay, let me I see. I can hear you a bit. You can hear me now? Okay, there are audio problems, Barty, on your side. Let me leave her a comment. Can you see the comments? Can you hear me? Now I can I can hear you perfectly. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, I can hear you. Maybe try signing out and signing back in. Let me leave her a message. Um, you are frozen. Stand by, everyone. Stand by. 
Samaya. Okay. <laughs> Hi, can you hear me now? We can hear you perfectly can you hear me now. now. Yes, can you hear me? Okay, everyone knows to stand by. Barty's daughter, Samaya, hopefully maybe we'll be able to come and help. Hear you. Can you see the comments? Cutting off and I can't hear you. Okay, let me try to send her. Talk about live recording. It's okay. It's all good. Blessing we are here. Technology. Yes. Okay. Let's see. In everyone in the comments, do me a favor. I don't know if she can I see you in comments. Please type into the comments telling Barty to please look at the private comment. I just sent her. Hopefully, maybe she will see your comments. She's not seeing mine. I've seen I've seen the comment everyone can see and hear you. They can see and hear me, but they can't hear you. Okay, I'm going to please forgive me, Miss Barty. I'm gonna uh kick Exit, exit you from the studio and then you can you sign back. Do you think it would be better if it came back? Yes, 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 do that. Yes, please sign off and come back. Oh, it's not working. Okay. All right, so she will she will come back. <laughs> we are sending positive light. <laughs> Thank you, Goddess Patricia. Thank you, Goddess Monica. Thank you, beautiful ground queen. Thank you, Goddess Diwali. <laughs> Thank you, Jay and Luce. <laughs> and everyone who is sending her the beautiful comments to look. So hopefully she will, her daughter will help her to sign back in. But I thought that if we what we'll what we'll do in the in the meanwhile is that we will connect. That is what we as a sisterhood do when there is any stress or any strife. We remember that we can connect. And so we didn't get to connect yet. So maybe that's what's going on. We need to connect with each other. I see her coming back into the room. But in the meanwhile, what we'll do is let's just close our eyes and let's just breathe. And we're going to send positive energy all around this beautiful circle as we lean in energetically to the goddesses to the left of us. Maybe it's Goddess Bharti and her beautiful daughter Samaya over in the UK. <laughs> we're going to lean in energetically to the goddesses to the right of us. Maybe they are over in Uganda, the place of Goddess Bharti's birth. And we are gonna bring it all together with Mother, Father, God. Thank you so very much for blessing us with this beautiful Sunday, this beautiful guest, and this wonderful energy in the light of the upcoming full moon. Please continue to bless us and guide us and keep us. We're so excited about this inspiring conversation that you've orchestrated, us to, orchestrated for us today. Please keep all lines and channels of communication open and guide us during this wonderful week. Let us know at any time where you would have us go, 
what you would have us do, what you would have us say, and to whom. And for this, we are so very grateful. And in your name, we say, amen, ashe, and so it is, and so it is, and so it is, and so it is, and so it is. <laughs> yes. Okay, I see beautiful goddess Barty is back. And so we will welcome in also the energy of Lakshmi. Lakshmi is the goddess of abundance and her mother was seeing Lakshmi. And so we will ask Lakshmi to please clear the energy and clear the lines. Hello, goddess Bharti, can you hear me? Uh-oh. <laughs> we see you. Uh-oh, are you able to hear me? Okay, I can hear you very lightly. Uh-oh, maybe it's her device, whatever she is calling in on. She's calling from the UK. I feel like it's like in the, the movies, like when, or, oh, wait, wait, her, something's happening on screen. Barty, can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> we asked. We asked Lakshmi, we said that Lakshmi, well, I said that Lakshmi is the goddess of abundance and your beautiful mom saw Lakshmi, you know, give, guiding her toward finding you. And so we called on Lakshmi to help us to clear the lines and clear the energy. So I'm so glad that you are back and you can hear and I can hear you. So we got interrupted when you were telling your story and your camera, just so that you know, is a bit freezing. Yes. If you have other windows open on your computer or your device, close those other windows. This should be the only window open, and that will help. But you, you this we, is the only window open on mine. Okay, okay. So we lost you a bit in the story when you said your mom was dreaming the number 21. That was the last thing that I heard. Everyone is very excited that you're back. They're saying yay in yeah. the comments. So yes. Yeah. So please take us back to your your story. And when I was uh, when the story of my birth and my abandonment came out, my mom sort of said to my dad, she said, well, Justin, take me to the hospital. And if um, she's not there, then yes, I'll accept that the dream was not real. But so they went to the hospital and my mom says that when they arrived, um, she just ran. She knew exactly where to go. She'd seen the dream. My, bro my dad was busy explaining to the receptionist why they were there. And my mom said, I went straight toward 21, headed straight towards you, picked you up. Your, your father followed me and I said, turned around, I said to my I said to your dad, do you believe me now? This is baby that Goddess Lakshmi was talking about. This is going to be our daughter. This child is going to be our daughter. And that's how I got adopted. So my story says a lot more, I hope she'll but yes, yeah. 
That is a phenomenal. So Please go ahead. I don't want. I, it's easier. I don't. I don't want to step on your words. And so they're used to listening to me. We can just listen to you talk. If technology, if, if it's easier, let's just listen to you. Please go ahead. Yes. So um, as I grew up, obviously because I was illegitimate, I my story sort of talks about that sort of growing awareness and realization of prejudice. Uh, within the community towards illegitimacy and how I dealt with that sort of uh, realization. Because at that point, I hadn't even known I was adopted because my family, my parents brought me up uh, believing that I was one of theirs. And of course, as a child, you never put two and two together and think, how come I was born in September? My sister was born in November. So, yeah. Um, but you know what? Um, I, I feel truly blessed. I mean, I certainly realized uh, when in my teens when I became that I, I really have been protected by angels from the time of my birth. Because if you consider Uganda and being in the countryside and with the wild animals and the snakes, anything could have got me. But I feel that in work, I think there was a force of angelic protection around me. And I was destined to live and I was that was my life purpose to live and to be here to write my memoir to meet amazing people like you Abiola and just carry on just serving but also at this time learning more about my spirituality because I'm not you know I'm not there I'm still a fledgling when it comes to being aware of the divine and of the forces around us that actually help us and guide us on a day-by-day -day basis. So I'm so grateful that I'm learning about goddesses, I'm learning about angels, I'm learning about God, I'm learning about the universe. So it's just, I'm absorbing it at the moment. So I'm still very much on my spiritual journey, but uh, yeah, I, I feel totally blessed, totally blessed. You are totally blessed. What an incredible testament and a, a powerful story and, your mother, I love her faith and the power that she had. She was so in touch with the divine that she saw her dreams. She saw you. And so you said that, you know, you grew up feeling like you were a part of them. You were a part of them. You were her daughter. You were chosen to be her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way that it could be. Yeah, I was just going to say about my mom. You know, when we left Uganda, we had to leave when Idi Amin uh, asked all the Asians to go. And uh, when we came to the first roadblock with the soldiers, we left Kabale, 50 miles on, uh, there was soldiers. And this is the power of a mother, and I, I believe a mother. Um, you know, the soldiers said to her, well, she's one of ours. And he pointed a gun at my mum and he said, leave her behind. And my mom said, no, she's my daughter. And uh, three times he asked her, you know, several times he asked her, he said, you've got to leave her behind because she's not one of yours. She's one of ours. And my mom, you know, despite us having somebody else shot of our eyes, then just said respectfully, um, no, I'm not leaving her behind. And, you know, it could have gone either, they could have shot my mom for disobeying. Yes. 
because uh, he even cocked the trigger at one point. Uh, but she didn't. She stood. She was completely steadfast. And uh, I learned a lot from my mum, not just about her courage and her willingness to sacrifice herself and even possibly her whole family for me. But also when we sat in the taxi and when the, and the soldier let us go, um, the taxi driver said, oh, he said, Mama, I thought then. And she's turned around and she said, no, I knew the goddess told me nothing would happen to mm. us. And it's like um, incredible faith. Wow. Wow. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. And so how have your mother's lessons of faith shown up again and again in your life? I understand that as a teen, you developed some health concerns. Yes. And you know, when I developed the health concerns, talked in worth again about angelic presence, because my mom was really in despair. I, I had been semi-conscious or unconscious for about two weeks. Basically, the doctors had said to her, that's it. She's, um, it's only prayer and a miracle that will save her now. Uh, and I remember my, my, my mom told me this story. I was obviously unaware. But there used to be an agricultural show in Reading, where I live. And um, she went to this agricultural show and a, a traveler woman came up to her. And my mum thought, oh, you know, better offer her money because she was offering Heather. But um, she said, no, I don't want your money. I've got a message for you. And I don't know, because my mum was so much into ritual, she said to my mum, uh, you've got a daughter who's really, really ill. And the doctors have basically said, you know, uh, they've given jabab, which basically in Punjabi translates as they've given up hope. Um, and they said there's no more that they can do. And she said, well, I just want to know that um, I'm here to give you a message. And the message is that tonight at midnight, you go and bury an egg in the garden and I'm going to say some prayers and your daughter's mm -hmm. going to be fine. So my mum, again, very spiritual into ritual. She got that. Mm -hmm. My sister was with my mum and she was terrified of that. Mm -hmm. And then my mum went and did what she did, uh, what she was asked to do. And the very next day, the telephone call came from the hospital saying I was awake and I was going to be fine so you know I've been sur surrounded by messages like that and I've sort of talked to in my book that that is when actually that is a pinpoint that was when I actually started to realize there's a much more powerful presence around us that guides us and protects us and actually gives us messages if we're open to listening yeah. to it you know my sister was just terrified i don't think my sister would have done it but my mom was insistent she said i had to do what that lady told me to do and uh, my mom went back to the show to uh, try and find this lady she went around several you know several years while the show was going on uh, she kept going but she never found that lady again never mm -hmm. and she said you know um and i believe personally that was an angel. That yes, I my believe. Mom a message. Yes, it, that was definitely an angel. When you said it, we all felt the angelic presence. My mom is in the audience and she says, your mom has great faith, which has really helped you. What a miracle. Beautiful Brown Queen says, yes, facts. God, 
God shall not be moved. Goddess shall not be moved. The divine shall not be moved. And it is, it was lupus. It is lupus that you have been dealing with. One of my dear cousins who is an incredible, um, also a survivor, a thriver. She calls herself not a, a lupus survivor. She says she is a lupus thriver. If there are a lot of people, women in particular, who are dealing with what they call yeah. invisible illnesses and invisible challenges, what yes. are the words that you, what would you like yeah. them to know? Oh, I'd like them to know that, you know, no matter how ill you might feel and no matter how weak you may feel, draw on that inner strength inside you. Because to be honest, you know, those of us that have um, invisible illness and disabilities or even outward disabilities and illnesses, you know, we sometimes tend to dwell on that, but we don't see the inner strength that has made us live this far and has made us cope with what we've got so far. And, you know, I believe that everybody has a life purpose. There is a purpose to the lupus. There is a purpose. I mean, my purpose was to tell people about lupus and to talk about EB as well, because I actually had another list, epidermisis bullosa, which was about blistering of the skin, you know, um, mm. and that was from childhood. I mean, I'm a lot better now, but I think don't give up faith, don't give up hope, because out of weakness, there's always strength. When you yeah. go through a storm, there's, that storm is going to pass and you're going to come out the sunshine and the light. So sometimes I just feel, I know it's a cliche, but I do believe we have an inner reserve and inner strength and if we call upon that inner reserve and that inner strength it will see us through the darkest of times the hardest of times so i've really done that and i've learned to celebrate i've learned to celebrate when i'm not well i just think you know what maybe this is my body's way of saying bart it's time to rest <laughs> it's time to rest you know don't yourself be aware of who you are, your surroundings. Take time to have self-care. Take time to look after yourself. So those are the messages I get when I'm feeling particularly unwell. It's, oh, it's time. My body's saying you better, you've been pushing yourself too hard. It's time for self-care. So, uh, yeah, I learned. I learned from my experiences. And that's the message I would give. It's, it's a cliche, but I would just say just draw on that strength that you have. And, you know, I believe in the power of prayer. I do. Yes. Now I really yeah. believe in the power of prayer. I believe in angels. I call upon them and start saying, give me a message, you know. Give me some message strength and hope. Like, you know, the message you just gave me was so lovely. That message of joy. That mm -hmm. message of mother now. You know, how it's brought us together. Yeah. We're talking about courage. We're talking about resilience and you know those are, that's the inner goddess inside us so mm -hmm. to anybody suffering i would just say uh, suffering in draw on that inner god or goddess inside you and draw on that strength they'll give you that is beautiful and so very powerful and it's not it's not cliche at all. And I think that many of us needed uh, those words of wisdom today. There's someone in the audience, Patricia, who would like to contact you afterward and give you some information to support your health. You know that this is not, it's not cliche at all. And how miraculous, let's just think about the, the miracle 
and the and the beautiful angelic goddess magic that your mother because of her faith in 1960 in 1960, you know, which was, you know, before most of us who are on this call were, you know, even a thought <laughs> that your mother, that her faith in 1960 is inspiring us through you, her daughter in 2021. That is nothing but a miracle. That is nothing but miraculous. That could not be orchestrated by human yes. hand. Not at all. And I love that I you shared. Please go ahead. No, I, I just, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I love that you shared the egg ritual too, because I share similar rituals in my book. And, and you know, on the surface level, it may seem like, wait, but this doesn't make sense, burying an egg, you know, but, there, but the, the orchestrations of the divine do not make sense in a literal earth school way. So with our human understanding, we can only understand that this much, not the whole thing, and we don't need to understand it. What was, you know, the, the lesson was when your mother, she was given the, 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 the calling, bury the egg, that she went forward with faith and did that. She went forward with faith and did that. You know, you know, there is so much that we don't understand. There is so much in the world that we do not understand. And sometimes we apply things very logically. And I always say to people, don't judge anybody, you know, because there is there are there are so many mysteries of the universe and people seek to say, oh, that's just impossible. That's rubbish. Your mom bent an egg and then you woke up and that's. Actually, it's not rubbish. Just because no, you don't right. understand, you know, it's not rubbish. You know, my mum, I mean, how did that woman find my mum? There's thousands yes. of people in that show and went straight up and said what she did. How did she know about me being ill and lying in bed? My mum yes. wasn't talking to everybody in the agriculture show saying I've got a daughter is ill. She was just walking around minding her own business, you know. So there are there are things that are unexplained. It doesn't mean that they don't exist. Yes. Yes. And even just the, the, the way that your mom found you when you were a baby, that you you are you have been protected since before birth. You know, you were protected since before birth. You are a powerful, powerful woman. And you decided to name. I'm sorry, please go ahead. I think I'm stepping on your word. No, no, I was just going to say the power comes from our mothers, to the mothers before them, you know, yeah. the, the, we can never underestimate the power of femininity. And that's yes. why we're all goddesses. I've said that, you know, I, I, that we're all goddesses. We've all got that power. Some of us show it more than others, but we've all got that strength and resilience that comes from being a goddess. And you show it more than anyone else, Abiola. <laughs> You're just seeing your reflection in, in me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's talk about you being a mother. We cannot leave without you, without talking about you being a mom now and you know, passing on this wisdom to your daughter. And so you and your yeah. daughter also had a way of coming together. 
Yes, so um, if you've read my book, you know that I'm a child protective social worker. And uh, <clears throat> even before my mum passed away, I used to say to my mum, I, I feel that my destiny is calling me to be a mum more than a partner. I really want um, to be a mum more than anything else. And just a year or so before she died, I said, look, I feel like I want to adopt a child. And my mum said, go for it. But then my mum became ill and I became a carer to her for a while. So it was the right time to bring a child into the situation. But then after she died, after that period of grief, uh, somebody contacted me and said, would you like to adopt a child? And we've got a child here that we think you'd be really suitable for. Um, so I said yes, but for various reasons that fell through. But by that time I was assessed and approved to be an adopter. And then one of my friends went into a house and she called me. She said, Barthi, I have just been in this house and I have seen a baby. And a voice told me, this is Barthi's baby. And she said, I've got to find out because uh, the baby came from another authority, you know, another borough. And she said, I've got to find out the name of the social worker, but I think you should make contact with that social worker. So I did. And guess what? Um, I got my baby at six months old. She was six months old. She's now 16 years old. So again, that was a miracle for me. Um, it was a total miracle that my friend happened to visit that home, saw a baby there and said, this baby is, and she said, she's of a different faith. And she said, I just heard a voice that said, this is Barclay's baby. And she, cause she knew I was looking to adopt. I wasn't necessarily looking to adopt a baby, but I really would have loved to have had a baby and I got my baby. So, I, got, you know, just that law of manifestation, you know, and you know what the miracle was that I had lupus. And yes, you know, obviously they were checking into my health history and everything. And again, that's a message for people to say, never give up, never give up because, you know, you will, your dreams can come true, you know, and uh, uh when I got my baby, I was like, one of the things I'd asked in my prayers was, if I adopt, you know, just don't let my lupus affect my care of mm. this baby or child that I get. Um, I don't want to be weak. I don't want to be ill. And, you know, I got a baby that used to sleep from seven till seven. It was a total miracle. <laughs> in all time, she grew up. She's always a fantastic sleeper. So I never had any broken nights. It was just amazing. So I never had one broken night's sleep, which would have then made me tired and then would have made me, you know, feel ill. No, I had that. I still had my lupus, um, but my child slept like a dream from seven till seven. And I was like, really? I couldn't have asked more. I could not have asked for more. That's <laughs> beautiful. 16 now. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. I have a suggestion for your next Hay House title. It should be named Manifester of Miracles because your story <laughs> at so many different points is a beautiful lesson, as you said, on the law of attraction, the law of manifesting, the law of faith, the law of belief. <laughs> yes and the law of the divine. So please let everyone yes. know where 
they can get your beautiful book worth. And I don't know if you, I, I know that you, as you are professionally a social worker, but I don't know if you work with people one-on-one -on -one or please share with people how they can find you. Oh, well, my book worth is available on um, Amazon and uh, in the UK, it's available in all the major bookstore bookstores. I, I believe, I don't know, in the USA, do you have a, a bookstore yes. called beginning with the letter B? B? Uh, oh, and they, I know it's in Amazon as well. We have, um, for Hay House Books, it's Waterstones, Water, your UK store. I don't know, but it's it it is available on Amazon. I, it is available on Amazon. I'll put the link for them in the comments after this. We have Barnes and Noble. We have um. So that's I'm not sure if that's the one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's in okay. Barnes and Noble as well. Yeah, and obviously, okay. you know, um, in countries outside of the U.S., if you've got a Hay House UK, you could access it within that those those countries because i know my book's been sold in australia it's been sold uh in india uh in japan Canada, usa of course uk so yeah wherever there's a hay house I, my book is being my book is being advertised there okay it, got, you, it came uh, out in march this year yeah. It came out in March. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Are you open to me connecting you with the woman who said she has some information that may be helpful about your health? Thank you. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Goddess Marty, for blessing us with this inspiring conversation. You are a beautiful human being inside and out. And I look forward to us connecting again and again and again. You are a gift from the goddess. Definitely. And hopefully next time we won't have the technological issues, you know. But once you turn yeah. it, it was fine, wasn't it? It's been fine. It Thank was. you so much. I'm very honored, very, very honored, Abiola, that you asked me. Thank you so, so much to everybody also for listening in and watching. Thank you. Thank you, Goddess. So everyone, please have a beautiful Sunday and move forward with this beautiful energy of knowing that all is well all is well is the recurring message of faith and miracles that Varti has blessed us with today i say everyone and i will see you tomorrow on hay house live at 6 p.m eastern standard time 6 p.m eastern standard time so bona goddesses and that means we see you bye-bye